Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. AJ, Whoa, hello. What's going on, Bill? What's going on, AJ? Oh, nothing. Uh, today we're talking about Widows, ah. directed by Steve McQueen, Ooh. starring Liam Neeson, Viola Davis, and a whole lot of other people. What's it about, AJ? Uh, set in contemporary Chicago, amid a time of turmoil, four women with nothing in common except a debt left behind by their dead husband's criminal activities take fate into their own hands and conspire to forge a future on their own terms. Bill, should I go see it? Yes. This gets a yes from me. Uh, yes. I heard, I've heard Ever since I saw, I've, I've heard fantastic things about it. Good. About a 92 or something on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Trailer looked absolutely amazing. Yep. Sell me on it. So I don't want to go too far into the plot at all in this episode. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> but the, the synopsis you gave is a pretty accurate one. So just like the setup for anybody who hasn't heard about it. Uh, there is a heist that goes wrong very early on in the movie. And in the process, the criminals and the money are, well, the criminals are destroyed. The money is, uh, the criminals are killed. The money's destroyed. That's where I'm going with that. Okay. And the person who the job was, uh, or who the money was stolen from wants money back. And he finds the widow of the person who planned and executed the heist, the team leader, Liam Neeson, finds his widow, Viola Davis, and says, you know, your husband is the one who stole from me. Now it's all gone. So you owe me $2 million in one month. Do it. And she needs to figure it out. Oh, shit. Now, luckily, she happens upon a notebook kept from her late husband with like his jobs and schematics and plans. I believe it's called a ledger. Sure. Or with, a moleskin. Yeah. With the next job that they had planned. Oh, shit. His, his crime diary. <laughs> that seems really exactly right. Exactly right. fortunately placed. Well, he's old-fashioned that way, AJ. He likes to write it down. Who is her? Uh, Liam Neeson? <laughs> it was Liam Neeson, yeah. So she finds oh. that and decides there's a job here that was planned that hadn't happened yet. Sure. And she tries to go ahead and execute that plan with the fellow widows of the other people in the team that had passed. They all died? Yeah. Oh, shit. So it's like a widow. Widows team up. Sure. Hence the name of the film. Exactly right. To do a job to pay him back. So it's a heist movie. At the end of the day, that's what it is. It's a heist movie. Who are the other three people or four people? It's Viola Davis. Yeah. Michelle Rodriguez. Ooh. Love her. Fast and furious. She's good. She's good. (laughs) Uh, The other one um, whose name I forget, but she was in The Man from Uncle. She had a short part in... Uh, like a teaser after one of the Marvel movies. Uh, what else? She's in a bunch of stuff. Name I completely am blanking on right now. But anyway, Elizabeth she's good. Debecky? That's the one, Debecky. She's in it. She's good. Yeah, so they have to now do this job. And obviously, none of them have done things like this before. Like some of them weren't even aware that their husbands did these types of things. Wow. Or they like kind of knew but didn't know type of thing. Sure. And so it's them trying to figure it out as they go. What's the best part of the film? I think the thing that I liked about it was... Some people may actually see this movie and consider it a little slow or a little like meandering. Sure. And usually that type of thing throws me off too. But with a movie like this, where they actually do take the time to dig into all these characters, I think it adds value to the final product, like the final climax, the heist, Mm -hmm. because we have invested so much time in all these characters. Like all these characters get backstories. They get time alone on screen. We like kind of learn a little bit about all of them. Uh, so they, there's a lot of slow buildup, 
which yeah. I think pays off because then when I was watching the heist at the end, like I was, my heart was You're going, invested. like I was in it. Yeah, you want, um, to, you want them to not fail. Right, which I really appreciated about this movie is that they did take their time. It's a little over two hours, but Ooh. I think they do a really nice job with it versus, I don't know if you've seen, uh, for instance, like there's a Kevin Smith YouTube video where he talks about writing a script. And he was saying how the studio kept on telling him like every 10 or 15 pages, there needs to be some sort of an action beat. There needs to be like something. Sure. And I think about that a lot because I see movies where they just have like a random like chase thrown in for no real reason because the studio like needs something to keep going. And this movie does not do that. They don't do like a practice heist. They don't do like anything building up to it. The movie is is just dramatic and slow building to the one event of the film. Interesting. Uh, and I just really respected that they kind of stuck to it. And filmmaking wise, uh, directed by Steve McQueen. Yep. You would know Steve McQueen for he did Twelve Years a Slave. Twelve Years a Slave is a big one he for did sure. Shame, a movie called Hunger. Uh, he also did a couple of music videos. He did like a Kanye music video that was pretty mm -hmm. big. Mm -hmm. um, guy's got a great eye. I mean, he's a, he's a phenomenal director. Yep. How did he do with something that was gritty and crime focused? It was good. It was good. He actually came out on screen. So if you've been to the movies lately, they do a lot of these like, thank you for coming to the movies because they're trying to preserve their industry away from like pirates and online stuff. Yeah. So there's a little clip of him coming on screen saying, thank you for coming to the movies. And he said that this is a movie that he has envisioned since childhood and like wrote when he was younger and has like That's been waiting to make it. So it was kind of cool uh, to see like the passion that he brought to it. And he did a nice job and there's some kind of interesting shots in there. Um, there's one shot that is like outside a car and you can hear the dialogue happening in the car, but the entire shot takes place outside the car while it's like driving for like an extended period of time where it's noticeable. Oh, wow. Like, some kind of neat little visual touches sure. like that. So he, like we mentioned, he... Wrote it, has been working on it. The other person that deserves credit who kind of co-wrote it with him is uh, Gillian Flynn. I believe it's pronounced Gillian from what I read, who wrote Gone Girl and a bunch of other novels, Sharp Objects. Sharp, uh, which uh, the HBO miniseries. The HBO miniseries, or the book, and then the, yeah. the, the, the series it's based on. Girl on the Train. She, is that Did her? she do Girl on the Train too? I don't know if she did that one. Might have. Anyways. But her fingerprints are all over this too. Like you can tell when it comes to the winding and twisting of I the plot. did not know that she co-wrote that. Uh, so she's, I think her, her eye for thriller and for plot twists and for like buildup and then his eye for directing, I think they came together pretty well and made a, that I, seems like I a was really, really good. Duo. Yeah. There's also uh, some actors in like small parts that are like top name actors like John Barenthal, our friend, the Punisher yeah. slash Shane. Uh, he's got a small part in it. Carrie Coons from the leftovers. Who's one of the best actresses working today, period. She's got a small part in it. So they got a, a Colin, Colin Farrell, in Robert it. Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah, I, had to, I had to, I'm on the, I Googled the cast and I had to scroll to get to Robert Duvall. Yeah, exactly. Which no, tells it's, you something. it's top notch. It's top notch. And so the Colin Farrell, Robert Duvall thing is separately uh, or quasi separately. Obviously all plot threads tend to come together in movies, but it's uh, about an, an alderman uh, race, an election. And so Chicago itself plays like a big, like it's almost its own character in the film. They do put a lot of emphasis on Chicago as a location. Sure. Uh, which I thought was another nice touch and another sort of added layer to the film that Grounds made it a little it. bit more. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Exactly right. Love so it. they did a nice job. It's, it is a typical heist movie, so to speak, but it's done so well and the actors are so uh, good in it that it just kind of elevates it to to make it definitely worth seeing if you're interested in anything awesome. like that. I think I, I I personally missed the theater run, but I'm definitely going to watch for it on iTunes because um, I'm looking forward to watching it. And if you see it and you like it and you want to find 
another movie similar. Okay. Ooh. Here it comes. We haven't done this in a while. Here it there's comes. another. I wonder what heist movie is going to There's another heist say. movie that's like Cops and Robbers. It's a long movie that does the same thing. It gets you invested in the characters. It takes its time. It's almost three hours long. Jesus. It's called Heat. It's called Heat, directed by Michael Mann. Got it in there, everybody. I'm going. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram oh at Should I Go See It. Love is like the wind.